This is I'll Drop, where we ponder the eternal question of our time. Why are people like that on the internet? We're trying to figure out. But sometimes we get so upset by it all that we just can't take it. And that's why we say I'll Drop. I'm Maria. And I'm Maggie. And here's what's making us drop this week. Happy All Too Well um, 10-minute video release week to all those who celebrate. (laughs) Here at Isle Drop, that's not part of our spiritual tradition. No, definitely not. Some of our loved ones it is. Yeah, we do want to just shout out. um, It's been a big week for y'all, so. And as Thanksgiving approaches, like, we have to figure out how to have difficult dialogues with loved ones. I've Which we did. Just, we did a whole yeah. two episodes on it. Sorry. Literally, please revisit that if you want to have like the dialogue um, without a difficult dialogue. But I was just gonna say, um, I naturally took like a little hiatus off social media because that's all I was seeing, and I was just like, all right, well, there's nothing for me here, so I'm just gonna dip. And I come know. Back next week, I started watching Taylor Swift content because I was like, well, that's all that's coming up here. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. But anyway, yeah, happy holidays. I'm, I'm happy for you guys. Me too. Okay. We're really, we have some good topics for today. We, things we've been talking about for like a while. Um, we finally like mashed it into like a, like a concrete definable thing and like yeah. defined our, our thoughts. We I have think like a thesis kind of- statement. Yeah, we have thesis statements, not to brag or anything, but my high school English teacher, um, sophomore year English teacher, would be pretty proud of me right now. Mm-hmm. Mine too. My junior year math teacher, who didn't want to give me a recommendation for AP stats, because I was horrible at math, but I was like, that's why I'm trying to take AP stats, you see. Um <laughs> Because it's just new. So I was like, I can just, you know, you don't have to know anything. But she was like, well, you have been horrible at math in the two years I've taught you. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, what about yes. English? And I was like, well, the one thing my teacher said on my last paper, which I got a C on, was that it was disorganized. And she was like, that was the worst fucking... She was like, I was trying to find an in for you, but you just told me, like, <laughs> you can't organize things. And I was like, I see what you're saying. But ultimately, like, totally I got it. your point. Because <laughs> I, because I, I didn't, I never got C's on English papers, so I was like, okay, this one. I was like, I, I think I edited the paper. I was like, this is such a psycho way to go about it, but also I respect it because there's no way I'm ever going to get math grades. And now <laughs> I'm a statistician. <laughs> it was crazy. It's kind of related. Uh, but yeah. True. But I did want to, I did want to, because we like to do a little bit of appetizer before the main course. Something <laughs> random that has always bothered me on YouTube is uh, like clickbaity titles with screenshots of like voice coaches slash dance coaches reacting to performances. Because it really implies a level of credibility. It's like, Someone, it's like some random dude in like New Jersey is like reacting to 
Ariana Grande's live performance. It's like, cool. Thanks. What are what are who qualified you to be like? This is actually good. You know what I mean? It's just these. It's For just, sure. You just have a YouTube following. Like, how am I supposed and to believe you're a good real voice coach? Sometimes they don't even have a YouTube following, and they do this as like a clickbait thing. So then you like you get these videos recommended to you, and it's like this woman who is like reacting to a ANTM photography shoot as a photographer, like professional photographer reacts to. Yeah. And then it's like you see their channel, and they have like. 800 subscribers and you're like what is this like who's what's this for you don't want to see every single person react to things like there are honestly fun situations for that but like it's it's crazy it's so overdone the fine brothers have like really um fucked up youtube (laughs) with bringing us the react videos it's crazy it's kind of like lazy it's just like well i'm not i don't have an idea so i'm just gonna um show me watching this other thing assuming that like i naturally am entertaining enough i don't know i mean it's so lazy no i agree and like i think it's like it it makes for easy content because then you're just like, okay, I'll react to every America's Next Top Model photo shoot and, like, America's Next Top Model gets clicks. But it's, like, can you just, like, define your niche instead of, like, doing, like, the laziest possible content of all time? I think I can be, like, really elitist with YouTube because, like, it's just, like, amateur. I mean, not even amateur necessarily, but it's just, like, homemade versions of, like, funded art you know what I mean but like there's something like so if someone has a short film it's like what makes it less logic is on YouTube whatever but like there's something particularly depressing to me about like small scale homegrown art critique which is so far back I'm sitting like people (laughs) say that critics of art are like oftentimes like very unhappy people who didn't who felt too scared to pursue art for themselves. Like, that's not completely true. Like, anyway, I was just saying, there's a lot of cultural critics that, like, Maria and I, and art critics that we both like, but when you think about just, like, the hater energy, like, there's something very sad about, like, being a small-scale amateur critic who just makes the video being, like, actually, it's good. Actually, it's bad, you know? It's always bothered me. But also the titles are really clickbaity, so they yeah. might not actually be that annoying. I guess the other thing is like you're not actually making um like original content. You're like relying on something that exists that usually isn't like a lot of the times the content they're critiquing is already like not great to begin with. And it's mm-hmm. like you're just getting like hate clicks, which feels extra lazy. So it's mm-hmm. like I can't support this on like a moral level. Even if they whatever, but they always imply they're going to, like, drag it in the clickbait. Yeah. Similar to Christy Carlson Romano. She always implies that something much more dramatic. And, like, I know clickbait is how it works, but, like, I'm getting annoyed of it. Like, everyone's like, get your bag, girl. And it's like, yeah, but, like. It's kind of annoying when, like, you watch a YouTuber's video and they're, like, huge announcement. And then, like, in the middle, they're, like, by the way, um, new merch drop later. And, like, then they just do a normal vlog. It's, like, 
Yeah. I mean, I guess it's, like, kind of also... You do feel duped. I think it's also, like, the pro- it's, like, we can get, like, we do not have to get into this right now, but, like, the way that, like, YouTube promotes videos, it's, like, it forces people, like, yeah. content creators to, like, buy into the, all, like, the bullshit of, like, clickbait and titles and thumbnails because otherwise, like, YouTube, like, won't recommend you. So it's just, like, feeding into this cycle where even if the content creator doesn't want to, like, do it, it's, like, well, that's the only way they'll get clicks and views and that's how they make money. Not to bring it down, not to bring the house down with your right, extremely like practical viewpoint, but that is how it's it true. Works. She's right, yeah. Okay, I'm right, yeah. Maria's and the jury rests, but Maria's right. Okay, the okay, that goes wild. So, we wanted to talk about like two related topics, um, maybe related because it's like the same sort of like creators of like these memes and this content and this audience for these memes or whatever um but we first wanted to talk about gifted kid uh meme culture on the internet because there's a lot for years there's been a lot of like viral tweets a lot of viral memes youtube videos like specifically americans talking about like why being called gifted as a kid like fucked them up yeah and to give you guys just like a little refresher if you're not familiar it's um we have the uh, gifted kid bingo sitting in front of us so i'll just read out like a few of the highlights so you guys can get an idea um the main ones being like losing interest and quitting at anything that doesn't come easily easily to you fear of not living up to potential think you're better than everyone despite having nothing to show for it Refusing to ask for help, existential anxiety, um, need for constant validation, easily bored, thinking you're destined for greatness, non-existent motivation, uh, need for instant gratification, always tired, always making excuses, issues with authority, etc. So that's kind of like the main qualities we're talking about. Yeah, which is like it's kind of like a very general list of like quote unquote symptoms. Yeah. Oh, I have mental illness. Oh, I don't like when I'm not good at things immediately. That's because like my school told me I was gifted growing up. Yeah. And we were talking about like how now all these like gifted kids are like grown up and they're adults and you know, they're like in the workforce and how those people exist around us today. And they, it's, the the thing on the internet is that like these people have like defined themselves based off the classes they took where that they were in middle when they were in middle school which is not to say that like obviously the shit that you're told every day as a kid will shape your brain because that's when you're like the most malleable but it is crazy to still have that as like your main personality trait and to be like it is so fucked up my life is because I took harder classes in high school (laughs) Yeah, and, like, Maria and I have done a lot of, like, thinking and talking about this in the last couple of days, and I think there's, like, some self-awareness. Like, people will be, like, I have an unearned superiority complex, and they'll say stuff like that, but it's, like, I don't think that it's just, like, my school called me gifted, and that's the reason that I'm not living up to, like, what I thought I would. Like, it's your fault, but it's also forces way larger than you. Like, right. I think you can put some things down to individual decision, but it's also like capitalism and it's also like 
I just think that the vast majority of schools are like, cause this is normally in public schools because if you're like, if you go to certain independent schools, then the assumption is that everyone's on like a higher level than average, whatever the fuck that even like means. But I think the real problem is just that like public schools didn't have enough whatever resources to like actually build out enough fulfilling curriculum for you. Right. And it's like, it is an issue if like kids are bored in class and I guess the problem we were talking, like, we were just, like, trying to figure out, like, what was the problem with this? And it's, like, yeah, I guess, like, calling kids gifted and then expecting them not to, like, develop a superiority complex, like, maybe we should have seen that part coming. Um, But there's also, like, a great sense of, like, superiority and, like, ego and, like, smugness of, like, I'm not good at this. Like, Yeah, that's the one that... That's the one that I'm, I'm just like, I don't think that's because you were called gifted when people are like, I want to give up on things when I don't like, when I'm not good at them automatically. It's like, everyone does. I feel like everyone does. Yeah. I, and it's like, also the thing of being like, I'm so depressed and anxious because I was a gifted student. It's like, everyone's depressed and anxious. Like, what makes you so special? Like, come on. Right. It's more, and, and it's, and it does like read as like such a privileged complaint that like, my school recognized my quote-unquote potential and then now I'm not as successful as I felt like I should be and like I'm gonna blame all my problems and my lack of success on that and it's like the reason these programs exist in like middle school and high school Mm -hmm. it's like you're, you know, it's like you're an advance. You're like showing more promise as a child, and then so it advances you. And then by the time you get to college, it's like everyone's like around the same level usually. And it's like yeah. you weren't gonna be the special kid in college. Like what? Like I, I think people stop trying at that point, and then it's like they don't put the amount of effort required in for college level classes and they're like wait what do you mean I'm not amazing like yeah yeah you didn't do the reading like I don't know what to tell you like you're supposed to do work like you can't just not try the rest of your life like I met people who felt like they didn't have to try literally until they got to college for sure literally and like I don't know it's like when does it become your fault I don't know. I think Marie and I also have a different perspective on it because we, like Maria went to Catholic school her whole life. So I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I don't feel like things were segmented or were segregated as much. Like it wasn't, there weren't like groups of like where you stood. And I was in gifted programs growing up, but then went to a hippie school for a year and then went to like a really difficult prep school where I was very behind from the second that I went in there. So like it was a rude awakening in many ways to go to a school where everyone's ahead of you. But like, I never felt, I don't know why, but I never felt like gifted was like so integral to my integrity that it was devastating that I wasn't top of the class anymore. I don't even know if I ever was top of the class. Like, I don't even know what the fuck gifted even, I don't know. It's weird to like categorize kids. I don't know. I feel like they're just, I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't know. It's like a lot of questions about like the education system, but 
This is a podcast about the internet. This is a podcast about the education system. Get yeah, ready, we're, guys. We're, we're pivoting. <laughs> I just think there's like these echo chambers of like there's I don't know. I the the sort of like thread that we realized between this and our other topic was this idea of like self-pathologizing which yeah. is dicey because like you know do you want to get into it so that we can like weave the two yeah like so we were we were thinking ahead. about um we were thinking about like bad mental health or self-care advice on the internet which like as we all know it's like very it's out there y'all um like shit like you don't owe anyone anything and you mm-hmm. can say no to every social event and drink water and like dump him if he makes you feel upset one time because of a disagreement dump him and it's like yeah and like if this person ugh. does this that means they're toxic and you don't need that energy yes. in your life like they're always just giving the advice to just cut off all of your relationships if you don't have good vibes from everyone at all times yes totally and everything's gaslighting and it's just like it's nice that the internet has given us the ability to commiserate and like figure things out together without the necessary without the necessity of like an expert or a professional or like something that costs money but like I just feel like there's no checks on like the things people say to each other and the ways people assess each other and the ways people self pathologize. Right. And these two like camps. And I don't know, we talk about like how the, how much the internet has made possible, but I just like, I don't, I just feel like this is like a horrible way that people have learned to understand themselves and like yeah if you see one relatable gifted kid meme like you have to be careful to not think that you're allowed to blame every disappointment in your life on someone else like saying you were gifted for sure you know and like I guess the issue becomes like it's like every person who's had an experience then suddenly is like, I have to tell the world the advice that I feel they deserve. And it's kind of similar with gifted kids, like with the memes and the stuff. And it's like suddenly becomes very like kind of not prescriptive, but I think people talk about it very generally. Like it's like a, my experience is the universal experience. And it's like, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It's like nobody's like no none of these people are like qualified to be like giving advice or like pathologizing yeah this experience be- because of like their negative experiences that they've had. So it's like, what are you even trying to do with this? Like and and people like glom onto it because they're like they're like, well, that's me, so that's true. And it's I don't know. I if think people like-, like having excuses. Not to sound like this. Also, could you hold your <laughs> mic up from your like bun a little bit? Because I was yes. like touching it. Um, but I just, I think people like having excuses and it's like, I agree that not being challenged to the proper amount in school could lead to not developing like good study skills, but like you can, 
it's not like we're a hundred years old. Like you can learn discipline and you can learn time management, especially if you're like 22, 23, because a lot of these are people that just graduated college and mm-hmm. suddenly feel like a loser. And they're like, well, it's because of the gifted program. And it's like, there was this thing I read that was like, the problem with the gifted program is that it makes people develop a fixed mindset about themselves, like as if intelligence Mm. is something inherent and potential is something distinct and you just like have intelligence so you can reach your potential as opposed to a growth mindset where you believe you can learn, blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, I don't know. It just, it just, it just feels like such an excuse that people are like, well, I didn't learn it in school. And so there's no way I can learn it in life. For sure. And it like, it, it's also like, well, it makes perfect sense that you feel um, kind of like not your best or not your most successful when you're right out of college and you're like the most junior person at a job. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're not going to be the star. It's like very rare if someone is like the star junior person. It's like, yeah, like you have been working your way up to the top th- until college where you were like likely just like on your best shit if you were a gifted kid and you were probably succeeding and or whatever you might have been doing and and then you get to the like the real world and you're not and it's it shouldn't come like as a huge shock and it shouldn't be like well this is the way it is for the rest of my life it's like no you actually like can literally do something about it if you could believe it it's like and the answer isn't in instagram infographics as well yeah it never is I just like, I feel like there's a lot of people that spend, I mean, obviously Maria and I spend a lot of time on the internet, but I I just, something that like freaks me out is thinking about people who like build their identity and get validation like strictly anonymously on the internet and like decide what mental illnesses they have and decide what problems they have. And I'm sure that they like actually think critically about these things, but I just feel like at the same time, like it's like, what do you got? I have depression and, you know, anxiety and I was this and I was a victim of this and I did this. And it's like, it's good to like share your story, but like, what is, what are we doing? Like, what is it like every, it's, it's just like heralded as like a hundred percent positive when people just like dump every single bad thing that's happened to them in their life and are like, and I'm an adult who's a fucking loser. And like, people are like, thank you for being so honest about mental health. And I'm like, it's nice that it's honest, but like, is this good that this is just like a trend that this is how, what people post about themselves? Like, yeah, it's so packaged. Like I was talking about um, the chapter on influencers and Gia Tolentino's and Trick Mirror. And she was saying like how it's almost comically predictable that like there's like beautiful pictures of me being healthy beautiful pictures of me running around i struggle with anxiety i'm taking a couple days yeah. off you know what i mean and then like i'm okay. back and it's like everyone has to talk about their anxiety i don't know yeah i mean we were talking about also like that that instagram post going around at the oh, beginning yeah. of this year that was like if you guys can remember I wish I had read the whole thing, but I got so annoyed with it that I never read yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, it's like you would never um, share it. <laughs> um, but it's like black background, te- white text, and it's like, 
everyone right now is having the worst time of their fucking lives and it's okay and i want you to know that you're having a shitty time because you're not saying you're not going out with your friends and you're not doing this and that and it's also to, to like a second point like it was winter it's like you're naturally i don't know we both live in cold places but like you're naturally doing less shit when it's right. 10 degrees outside like i don't know i was like yeah we're all just like a little depressing though and it's fine but what i was trying to say about this post was that like nobody was actually saying how they felt everyone was just sharing the post telling you how you were miserable yeah it's even like i feel like it did have the second person too like it was yes. written in the second person. It was written in the second person and it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't written like anything like I have felt this too. It was just like, you feel like a piece of shit. And I was like, okay, that's not true. Like weird of you to say that. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. And like the implication was almost like if people seem to be doing okay, they're fucking not. Everyone is miserable. And it's like, and like also the secondary kind of vibe or like the message was like let's all come together and i was like i don't want to this is a weird vibe you're putting yeah what where are we gonna go where are we gonna all go together and like be enriched by the fact that we're all like yep we fucking feel like garbage like and it didn't feel validating at all to feel like because i remember i wasn't like feeling great at that time but i was just like this doesn't even feel good to like that like why are you all telling me that i feel right it's like you catch a vibe for five minutes like you exercise or you take a shower and you're like all right and then they're like no you're fucking miserable and depressed (laughs) like okay back yeah all right never mind sorry yeah how dare i I, like like, try to enjoy my life for one second (laughs) yeah how dare i try to get like endorphins um but like I wasn't like even if I wasn't doing well then it was like I don't even want to be associated with this like I just I didn't like it like I just didn't like the tone and it's again such it a weird like, like depersonalized way to like quote-unquote process emotions it's like yeah. you're sharing this paragraph some random fucking person wrote saying like you're miserable like what the f- what is that <laughs> you know literally it, it was it was so weird that everyone kept posting it. And I was like, wait, so do you feel bad? Like, do you want me to check in on you? Like, is that the, the like, what I'm supposed to take from this post? Like, it was so annoying. And it, I mean, it's also just, like, not how I interact on social media at all. Which I is just fine. Like, like, I, and it's also, it's just funny because, like, even though it's so, quote, unquote, vulnerable, sorry to just quote everything. But even though it's, like, presented as this, like, very vulnerable and honest, oh, my God, sorry, um, wait, like, expression, it's, like, it's a, it's a pretty infographic what, that you didn't write. So, it's, like, I'm being emotional and engaging with the emotions of the moment. But I like yeah. I'm actually not being vulnerable at all. I'm just fucking it's, sharing something. It's tweets do not equal endorsements. <laughs> said every politician. It's like pseudo vulnerability. It, it's also you're right. Like the weird thing of it being like, well, this is the trend. The this is the post I'm supposed to share because being vulnerable about your vulnerable about your emotions is like the thing now. Right. It's like yeah, everyone's being vulnerable right now. Okay. Cool. It's like, cool, I'll share the post. Which one do you need Do you need me to post? Um, don't be offended if I didn't tag you in this. Cool, I'll post that yeah. one too. <laughs> just like Marie and I observe the things that like go along on a chain like that. And just, it's like, it looks so unhinged. It's, it's just crazy. Like, I don't feel like anything 
I've encountered, I mean, that's a blanket statement. I feel like the vast majority of what I've encountered about mental health on the internet doesn't help. Like, it's never in depth enough. It's never the right approach. It's just, I just feel like it becomes a circle jerk of being upset all the time under the guise of like venting, like being honest, being authentic. It's like, it's like in The Bachelor where everyone has to have their night where they're like, well, actually, I'm not perfect and I struggle with this, you know? Right. Which, it's like Hannah Brown making anxiety her brand because she couldn't give it toast. Yeah. And it's like, what? And I will oh, always what? be a truth through that. It was a fine toast. She said, happy birthday to myself or whoever. It was like her birthday or his birthday. And she was like, roll tide. And I was like. That's all you need in a toast. What ultimately? toast in The Bachelor is good? <laughs> I, I literally thought 100% of the toasts and speeches I hear on that show, I was like, that was fucking underwhelming. You know <laughs> also, I mean? she, was, she was 23 on national television in a hot tub, expected to, like, speak on the fly. It's like, yeah, I'd fuck it up, too. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's like, you don't need to, like, brand your pathologies. It's, it's not so like weird. everyone would have killed it in that situation, but I'm just awkward. <laughs> Kate would have never fucked it up like you. Mess. Yes. Which is very Erica Jane of her. I know. And Gabby, the YouTuber, her, her like, perfume is called Beautiful Mess, too, I think. It's like a her perfume. But yeah, I don't know. It's Everyone's just, a mess. I just feel like the teens, that's the other thing we were saying, is that, like, oh, right. is this just because 17-year-olds do sort of, like, set the tone of the internet? right now and maybe that will be true forever like maybe people are not being this harmful towards themselves and others like on the whole but it just feels like their tiktoks are like so confessional and like Mm -hmm. it's all about mental health and it's all about anxiety and it's all about like i'm having a bad day again i'm having a bad day again and like i feel for them because they probably are especially because like their whole high school has been um like upended but I just, like, what's the, what's the purpose? Like, what's the positive effect of all of these, like, communities of people just, like, I don't know. Maybe it's always been happening. Like, maybe LiveJournal was that. Mm-hmm. But it just feels like it's, like, the cool thing to do. I guess the other part of that is that, like, it, I think it definitely feels more present because it's, like, all the TikTokers make up you know it's like trending and then like every publication like us weekly and like the cut and whatever else is like well the the teens are saying this today and it's like we don't need to talk about all the things yeah it's like addison shares a spicy tweet and it's like ultimate like i don't know it's like we don't need to shine a light on every trend especially when it's like and of course because it's kind of like a sensitive topic they're gonna like talk about it more and I just think we love their vulnerability and it's like we don't need to love the vulnerability yeah we don't need to like to to have a good conversation on anxiety like you don't actually need to watch my entire anxiety attack you know what I mean (sighs) and there's just like no limit to like the volume that they'll film I was thinking a lot about like it's they're so different but like the D'Amelios versus like the Hiltons and how like Mm -hmm. Paris Hilton is coming back and she got married and she has a show about you know her engagement and she has like the cooking show and they're just like they're bringing they're coming back into the 
mainstream a little bit, the Hiltons, mm-hmm. and how different it was when they were first becoming socialites. And it was like paparazzi trying to get a scoop on them because they could control to some degree, like how, like, they didn't have a social media presence, you know what I mean? So it was kind of like cool and iconic to like find out what Paris was doing. Whereas now it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's like, I see the Hilton sisters and maybe I just don't know them as well. Or I, I mean, I don't know any of these people, but like I see them as so much more like resilient and like strong and just like able to handle that world. Like I see the D'Amelios as just like broken like, that's their yeah. brand is, like, I'm so fucking anxious. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah, it's good to be open about that because everyone is. But their whole show was just, like, literally how they can't handle this. How, like, right, dancing I'm- isn't fun for Charlie anymore. God. That is what I heard. I didn't watch it. But that's what I heard, like, as a consensus from everyone on the internet being, like, that shit made me so sad. Like, these girls are just, like, broken on the inside. And, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. But it's crazy that that's become their brand and then they're like, yep, being real. And it's like, I don't think you should be in the spotlight anymore. I guess that's yeah. a different thing. But it's like, I, we, you don't need to talk about it. Like, you can, like, take a step back and not let us know your deepest vulnerabilities. It seems like it's becoming, like less and less popular like it seems like the younger you get the less it feels like an option to like actually disengage from like this entire complex you know what I mean yeah like the solution is like go outside like read a book you're reading you're going on TikTok and reading hate comments and like I wish people didn't leave them but like if you didn't go on TikTok you wouldn't know about them you know what I mean but like it feels like like I feel like we're just giving like a dispatch from like things Mm -hmm. just continuing to get worse like like they don't like it's such a thing for them to be like I'm gonna get off for three days okay and then they'll like come back and be like my break was really good and like, that's the most that they could ever, like, place limitations because they just don't see that as, like, an option. Right. Like, there's no, there's no, like, box to opt out of, like, engaging in mental health discourse because, like, it makes you more relatable and it makes you, like, it's good for your brand. And yeah, it, like, you have, and it's, grounded. like, you're a public person, so you have to talk about this, like, extremely personal thing. It's so crazy. And yeah, it's that exactly. It's like, well, you're not relatable. Like, that's the thing. I actually, Smokey yeah. Bo did a video on like relatability, I think. It's like, what are we talking about? Like, why do they need to be relatable? Like, what, why is that? Why are we so obsessed with that? And I don't know. It's just, yeah. Because vulnerability I mean- is praised as this just like unabashed good. So people, I don't think, think about the impact of just, like, seeing a bunch of depressed teens TikToks in a row all day. Yeah, and I guess, like, the next thing is, like, to go back to the gifted kids, it's, like, like, the venting of the gifted kid meme, like, it's, like, a lot of them are, like, in humor, but, like, there's also just, like, the discourse online is, is, like, 
my life is so fucked up and I, you know, like what we're saying, like, I can't do anything and this sucks. And it's like, well, like at one point you do have to like do something about it. And yeah. like, whether that is like reading a book about time management or reading a book about like discipline and like whatever, like, I don't know, like I'm sure some formerly gifted kid has like written a book about how you can you know dewire your brain or whatever or like there's literally a podcast called previously gifted that's about being a gifted student it's like people are going through this and it's you don't just have to your quality doesn't just have to be I'm so fucked up on the internet yeah and like I think it's the I think there's been a lot of like good coalition building and like critique of systems on the internet but I just feel like it's gotten to the point where people are like and that's why like I can't expect anything to create anything or to be made anything because it's truly just like the fact that I was gifted in like this complex that are the reason I'm never going to be able to do anything it's like you can still you can still like enjoy your life a little bit. I don't know. Like you can still like all of the systemic things that are bad are like absolutely true, but like every single thing in your life isn't an example of like all of the forces holding you down that will prevent you from ever enjoying a second of anything that you do. You know what I mean? Like at some point and, and especially if you have the, if you have the resources to have a school that noticed that you're gifted at one point in your life like I think a lot of times you have the you have more agency in your situation than you feel like you do you know what I mean because that implies like a degree of privilege the fact that you were even in the gifted program and sure it maybe gave you a weird fucking complex but like you can overcome that yeah and like Similarly, like, I, w- I read an article that I now, like, can't, I couldn't find it, but it was basically talking about, like, how people talk about mental health more now, and it's, like, ultimately, it is a net positive that people t- talk mm-hmm. about it so much. Even if people talk about it, like, so much, and so much of it's wrong, it's still better than, So like, much that there's, it- like, cliches, you can say. Right, and it's, like, it's still better than being like bottled up and being like, nope, I will never ask for help and I am completely fine all the time. And it's like, I guess in that way, it's like better than the previous generations. But ultimately, like it talks about, I wish I could cite it, but it talks about like how it's like, a, a, it's like anxiety also exists as like a, like your body uses it as like a tool. It like exists to protect you in some way. And like, and then when it does get to a point where it's so bad that it is not helping you, then you do have to do something about it. And mm-hmm. the great thing is that you literally can. It's like cognitive behavioral therapy is a thing. Like there's a lot of like ways that you can address it. So I guess the problem lies in people like sitting with it as like the main personality trait. And does that make sense? Like, I don't yeah. want to sound like, I don't want to be like a pull yourself up by your bootstraps person because I, I I know that it's so much more complicated than that. And that's not yeah. what I'm trying to say. I think it's I'm some, just yeah. trying to say, I'm just trying to say like, it doesn't have to be like the end all of your life. And it, it even though it's like trendy on the internet, it's like, 
resist the urge to make it your brand. Yes. It's not actually good to spend all of your time thinking about the ways that your anxiety is limiting you. Yes. Like, <laughs> that was like a dramatic pan. <laughs> I moved my window and I couldn't find it. So I like everyone, everyone has it. Like, I know that people have, like, there's a spectrum of, like, how crippling it is to your life, and it depends on a hundred thousand things, including circumstance, but, like, everyone fucking has anxiety. I literally believe that everyone has anxiety. Mm -hmm. Maybe not every single person. I shouldn't say that, but it doesn't, like, I don't know. It's, like, Maria and I sort of, like, joke about it, and like just kind of know that it's a part of life and like obviously we don't handle it perfectly 100% of the time but like at some point when you've like felt really validated by like being on the internet amongst others who experience the same struggles that you do like it's gonna feel so much better if you like okay I need to start like looking at my lifestyle and I need to like figure out the things that I could proactively do and the things that I have control over because it's like where where is the end of the gifted kid meme you know are you just gonna live your whole life like making memes about how like that's the reason that your life doesn't look like you want it to look and that's the other thing too is like it's not just gifted kids i was actually watching this video on headspace it's not just gifted kids who who their lives don't look like they expected they would look when they were kids. This video yeah. was about people saying when they were a kid what they wanted to be when they grew up. And, like, one person was what they wanted to be when they grew up. Like, she was such an anomaly. She was like, I toured with my band for 10 years, and then I decided I wanted to become a scientist, and now I have my PhD in this. And I think that's amazing. And I, like, feel very inspired by her. But mm -hmm. it's like... And it also, you know, we haven't even mentioned this entire time, which I feel like what? is actually like a very big factor of this, is that it's such a humble brag too, like the yeah. gifted kid discourse. Like, yeah, being you like, still I was in want such a little bit of validation for how people thought you had potential as a kid. Like you're still yes. sick. <laughs> you're still so fucked up. You know. Totally. It's like there's like the ego there of being like. My classes were so hard in high school, and I'm so messed up in the head. And, like, my SAT scores were so high. Like, what am I going to do now? It's like... So I thought life would be easy. It's like... Life is hard for did. everyone when they leave school. <laughs> totally. It's like, we're all just, like, coming, like, reckoning with adulthood and being like, wait, this is what everyone's been talking about? This shit adulthood sucks. Adulthood is fucking bananas. It's hard. Ask your parents. I'm sure they'll say it's fun. They were too. trying to tell us. They were trying. We were like, no, it's fun. <laughs> you don't know. Again, sorry to our parents for one, making us, making you drive us around. Two, not listening when you told us adulthood was hard. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just like everything's hard. Like, I've accepted that everything is hard. Yeah. And. It's, like, I'm happy when I'm in a good vibe and, like, things go well. Like, I don't – I no longer expect that. That's what I've learned from COVID. 
And so, like, when when you're, like, with your friends and you're, like, grateful that you're with your friends or, like, when something's happening that wasn't possible before, it's, like, this is cool. And it's, like, it's so privileged to be able to have that be your entire life because, like, normally it's just not, you know? I don't know. It just... There's only so far you can go with just validating the feelings. And, yeah, and it is, like, a humble brag. Yeah, it's just, like, the the ego of the humble brag of, of, like, that's, like, ultimately what's, like, keeping these little weirdos from, like, making any progress is just being, like, but I expected perfection, and now what am I supposed to do? And it's, like, you can do a lot of things just about it. Like be I, in the world, dude. Just go do something. It's, like, what? okay, when you find yourself giving up because you think freaking crocheting is too hard just keep going yeah and, like let yourself suck at something like that's oh the God. thing you can do like I don't know and I just don't buy that non-gifted kids are cooler with sucking at things than gifted kids like that's such a weird <laughs> like mean implication and I was telling Maria I was looking at this compilation yesterday of like there's this voiceover that's like can't talk right now doing sad gifted kid burnout shit is what they would say and like it would be like them showing things that they were doing that like well you don't you probably understand by the title that I just said so it was that examples of them doing that and I was just like none of these things are like sad like not to be like it's all your perspective but like none of these things are that sad to me in my opinion like it's like Mm-hmm. making extremely niche playlists there were a few of those and it's like I like to make extremely niche playlists but I'm not like I'm so sad and my potential is being wasted it's like why can't you enjoy making fucking playlists that you like it's not like a sign that you're messed up in the head like it's yeah, like it's that actually like sounds my like my brilliance was meant to be used on pitchfork and I'm here making things for myself it's like oh god forbid you have a fun playlist that you like it's like just let yourself have a hobby. It sounds like you're a well-adjusted person. Yeah, and there would be one that was, like, crocheting while I watch my comfort show. Lovely. Like, it's okay that you have a comfort sh- Like, what are you talking about? Your brain is too powerful. And you have to relax it. It's like, that's, that sounds like a really healthy outlet. It, it also... So- yeah, you're right that there's, like, the superiority of, like... The, the underlying message. <laughs> the underlying message is that like it's shameful to be normal. Like, yeah, like I my, truly don't yeah. even get what they're trying to say. I know, and that it's like my brain's so big, and yours like just wouldn't even understand that like me making playlists is actually a sign of this trauma. Yeah, it's I, actually my like, wasted genius. You know, it's like if you also, really believe you're a genius, go to fucking <laughs> PhD school. Go to PhD school. Um, I was just going to say, I was going to say also too many people think that they can work at Pitchfork. Just saying. That's true. It's like, sorry, girly. Yeah. Nah, that's all I have to say. It's kind of like, um, I think that one person that might be the ultimate gifted kid is Caroline Calloway. Yeah. yeah, Because her whole, like she, actually she's, she's, well, I don't know if she thinks of herself as gifted. She probably does. But she got into Cambridge or whatever, Oxford, I literally don't remember. Like, she tried, like, a thousand times. Like, she kind of used the non, 
gifted kid way like she did use hard work and like trickery not that it's trickery to not be gifted but you know what I mean like she, she was kind of like cunning yeah. she's kind of cunning about it um but she is the ultimate gifted kid in that she like was middle class in northern Virginia like near DC and she's just like if I had had the life of the elites who knows what about that you know it's like yeah also the thing of her doing like the workshop or whatever and then being like wait and like offering to make the food or whatever it was and then she was oh like God. wait this was like this was actually a lot of work I'm actually canceling and it's like no you signed up for yeah. it like you can't just do that like you can't just underestimate the amount of work something would be and then just like quit that's ultimate gifted kid behavior yeah and it's like you did a bad job doing that it's like you were supposed to like really anticipate how much work like planning an event would that's be what and event you literally didn't is, is not didn't do letting it. things like that happen it, for some reason it reminds me of like the Chelsea Fagan thing where she was like I think more people say they have imposter syndrome like some people shouldn't yeah. be like imposters because they're just like not they need to totally. work on something I've worked with people who I'm like mm, you should have imposter syndrome you're a little too confident for me yeah I just think like I know I've said this a bunch of times but just like the idea that the reason that people don't like not being good at something is because they're just so gifted it just doesn't fucking sit right with me I don't think anyone I mean there's no real like let's be real there's probably no difference between like a gifted child's brain and a non-gifted child's brain except for like legit prodigies but I don't like I think so much comes down to like socio I mean like it's like your zip code is a predictor of success in yeah. life more than anything else so like I don't really think there's anything special about being gifted but like if there is I don't think anyone likes I think everyone wants to quit when they try something and they're bad at it and like the problem with like the way that these discourses happen on TikTok is like people will be like, just found out that's a symptom of being a gifted kid. Makes a lot of sense. Like, they're always like, just found out that's a symptom of ADHD. Just found out that's a symptom of this. Like, I probably have this now, and that's why I can't do this, and that's why I can't do this. And I'm just like, maybe you're discovering something helpful about the way your brain works, but, like, maybe you're just, like, cataloging a bunch of reasons not to do things, and it's not actually going to help you in the long run unless you, like, take actual medication or do some sort of psychological intervention if it really is real but maybe just a natural human experience that you're relating to yeah and it's like I don't think like self okay self-discovery isn't a bad thing and it's great to you know find things out about yourself and figure out kind of like what's going on up in your head but ultimately you you do have to like move past the point of self-discovery at some point yeah like that can't you can't just be in like label labeling mode by going on tiktok all yeah. fucking day like that's kind of where the harmful thing lies and i think like the whole culture of just like the self on the internet is like and the whole sickness is like people think that it's like news and life-changing and an update when you like find a new word that you identify with like yeah, it is half the of the fucking news that influencers say is like, I think I have this because I watched a TikTok. It's like, oh my God, what? Like journal about th- that. Like 
Oh my god, so many things could be resolved by journaling. Don't Everyone even get needs to started. get a moleskin. They're like $17 for a three pack with a bunch of pages. They're really soft. You can just pour your thoughts into them. But I do I do think that like this podcast is sponsored by Moleskin. I wish. That would be that would literally uh, like I would be done. I would die happy. Dream. Dream. But I just I just think that like what's sad to me about like so many influencers is like because they've put or like YouTubers and stuff is like because they've trapped themselves in the prison of just like making content about themselves they're forced to think about their identities more than humans yeah were meant to like I'm not saying I want to be like the silent generation and be like (laughs) like secret alcohol abuse like anger issues like that's this is I guess better than that but like we don't need to find the exact like perfect descriptor feeling vibe aesthetic video definition of how we're feeling at all times yeah like it's just it's just not good for you I believe it's crazy think about yourself that much like I dyed my hair I did this I got this tattoo I did this I read this and this made me think this and this made me do this and like I changed it's like I I don't think humans were supposed to think about themselves this much no truly and it's, I, it's like, I feel, you could say it's like a very entitled, like privileged egotism, which it is, but it's like, I also feel bad for people. Like, I truly, I truly believe it's like a trap. It's like a prison. And then you, you, you tie your money to just like observations you make about yourself. Yeah, just- it, it is like a, it's just like a weird cycle to get stuck in and it's hard because like, it's like trendy to be in this cycle or it's like, that's what you see online and it's, it's hard to like think that you can find answers outside of it. I feel like in the pandemic too, like the way that it's sort of been popularized to talk about your mental health is like, to talk about like where you're living and to be like, well, I'm going here because, like, I've, I've just seen a lot of, like, younger influencers moving from place to place and being like, well, I'm going with my parents for a few months and, like, romanticizing it. Or, like, I'm going to this, like, faraway Airbnb with my friends for a few months and, like, because I need this. Or, like, I need to be here. I need to be on the East Coast because I need to do some travel. I need to be in New York because I need to do this. And, like, it's, like, this, like, consumption-driven like like it's almost like the identity discovery thing becomes like this outward thing now where you need to travel here for a few weeks because that just like feels good to you and then you need to do here because you need like some business stuff that you need to do and then like that becomes their content I I would say that it's like very inward because you're like only seeing the world through like your eyes and how it like pertains to your identity like I understand what you mean it's just like a very like individualistic way of living your life when all you're doing is being like it serves me this purpose because I need to do that like you know what I mean like what you were just saying that it is just like about you and it's like very I don't know it's like very narrow and you're not that you like don't exist like not to serve your own needs but I guess it, it just feels like like narrativizing your entire life like maybe is yeah. a good thing like 
to what like where does that like become harmful or like a bad thing or you're just like becoming like an egomaniac who lives your life like you're like in a movie or something yeah and like and and that's like a, a that's like a virtue for right. Gen Z is is being the main character and listening to playlists that like you pretend like your life is a movie and like so anything that's in the service of like your quote-unquote happiness or like Mm self-care is valid just because it's that I don't want to sound like a geezer but like at what point is like romanticizing the vibes like like it's like what like, sometimes you can just, like, live your life and just, like, take comfort in, like, the banalities of, like, your routines, and it doesn't have to be, like, I don't know, some, like, a movie. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know yeah. how I feel about that. Like, I don't really have, like, completed thoughts on that, well, but, like, I just, that is my initial, like, I'm my looking initial at, statement. That's her, that's her statement for now. But it's like I'm looking at your room right now and like you have like fun art and like hats and like lamps and like fun tr- art hats and lamps that's has me, all of the gentlemen. Above. but like it's like an it's it's an aesthetic room as the kids would say and I feel like it's oh, like don't get me started on the word aesthetic yeah I it's literally like, could do a podcast it's not it's not an adjective it's not an adjective Oh my god, that we fully do sound like easier. <laughs> but but I'm just saying, like in the spirit of the videos, like this compilation of like burnout gifted kids shit that I saw yesterday, it's like they would take Maria's room and like film the hats in a row and be like obsessed with order and then like film the lamp and be like romanticizing working because like if you're like working from your room, because there's all these things where it was like it's sto- it's sad gifted kid burnout shit to romanticize studying and I'm just like maybe you just are putting on some nice music like studying is not fun (laughs) like you know what I mean like maybe right you're just creating a good vibe like it's like you're just trying to make yourself why do you want that's not enjoyable why do you want to be why do you want it to be a symptom of your brain being messed up so badly why do you want that so bad yeah at all of the things that we've talked about today yeah why do you want to cut off all your relationships why do you want to blame everything on being gifted that's what you need to fucking ask your therapist about (laughs) i mean it's like literally to go one step further it's like what would it look like if you cut out all your relationships and what would it look like if you like lived your life with main character syndrome who is this person right it's like what are you trying to be like what would it look like if you kept just talking about how fucked up your middle school years were because you took gifted classes like you sound like an insufferable person is that and like i know some main characters or people that in certain situations act like main characters and don't we all we all do i don't love that time like i i don't it doesn't like create good relationships when you think of yourself as the main character at all times in your life 
Because, like, when you're alone, I guess it can be, like, a nice, like, escape to be, like, in your apartment and being, like, I'm living my best life in New York Mm -hmm. City. And, like, like, that's cute. But then when you, like, go out to the world to interact with your friends and loved ones and you are still being main character, then it's, like, you're being, like, an inconsiderate person right now. And you're, like, not being, like, a good friend to your people around you. Like, yeah, I guess that's, like, that's kind of where it bothers me. Okay, I got there. I got there in the end. I you figured got there. it out. It was quick yeah. that you got there. But, Thanks. yeah, it's just, like, I would say the podcast has a stance. Like, we are pro creating a vibe in your room that you like. <clears throat> pro, like, making your life cute and making your room cute and feeling good about the things that you do every day and feeling nice in your routine. But, like, mm-hmm. at some point, you have to, like, be thoughtful in your relationships. And it's not always going to be, like, what you want to do. Like, it's not always going to yeah. be the vibe of, like, having your perfect night in at home because you're the main character. It's, like, not everyone wants to be friends with the fucking main character because not everyone <laughs> wants to be a side character. Like, what? <laughs> It's a crazy way to think about yourself in, like, the it, all the time. Like, it's not, like, a... Yeah, I, I don't want to sound like a hater, but it, it does just, like, come down to the fact that people can be really, like, obsessed with themselves sometimes. And the internet has done that to us. And it's not your fault, but it's not like you can't do something about it. It's Just, yeah. like, take a look inward. See where you you're at. You aren't built to think about who you are and what makes you happy like this much and in this public way in this very packaged marketable product driven way yeah like it, it's weird to see your loved ones on instagram talking like influencers when they're decidedly not you know like you know yeah. what i mean where they talk about themselves like their brands and it, it feels really like yeah like they're depersonalizing themselves and I'm like you're just like a person I know and like why are you talking like this I don't I feel I feel like the way that influencers talk has like impacted the way that I think about things Mm -hmm. and the way I think about like phases in my life and like probably there are some things that I feel like because influencers have to act like everything they do is extremely important and legit even if it's just like them playing with their dogs you know Mm -hmm. And, like, I think it's probably some of it's been a good impact that I think of the things I do as more valid because, like, they're setting a good example in that way. But it's also, like, weird to have the voice in your head of, like, like, I was watching Nikki and Gabby's weird – I'm obsessed with them because they live in Bethlehem. So I'm just (laughs) going to forever be obsessed with them, which is where Marie and I went to college. These two – twins and they've marketed themselves for like over 10 years as the opposite twins they're not really opposites one of them is girly and one's not girly yeah but they're both like girl yeah but it's like they both put on all this makeup like they both are youtubers like there's a there's a lot in common um one wears leather one wears leather but the reason i was saying this is like i was watching so they they made this halloween series it was so dumb they made a reality show it was two episodes on the second one, they were like, it's our series finale. And I was like, I guess, <laughs> That's not a series. I guess you can call it that. Um, and the way that they just, like, said unbox so casually 
Like, I was like, this is freaky. <laughs> like, the internet has affected, like, because, I, like, influencers have just insane amounts of consumerism. Like, they just get all this shit they don't use, and they just buy things for every occasion, and they buy all this stuff. And so they're just like, we're going to go unbox our costumes. Like, we're going to go unbox this. I'm going to go unbox the decorations that we got. And I was like, it's freaky to me that, like, opening a box like is is this term that so much implies like doing it for a camera you know what I mean like presenting like they can't get a package without being like I thought I would film myself unboxing this it's so weird like it's truly affected their like thought patterns again the internet is breaking our brains this just Mm. but yeah, yeah I mean it's Obviously, like, what we're saying is in line with, like, a lot of things that have been said about the internet, but we just wanted to, like, put a little highlight specifically on, like, the bad mental health advice and the gifted kid memes. Because I think people think – people want the internet to be able to, like, meet a greater need in their life Mm -hmm. than it is ever going to be able to. True. And, like, the more you go on there looking for that – the more time you're spending, like, degrading your mental state. Yeah, like, the internet is ultimately, like, not the cure. It might be, like, a friend. It's not your friend. (laughs) Yeah, it's a balm. If you use it right, you can do some stuff on it, but, like... You can do some stuff on it. Actually resolving the problems of your life like it's there's it's never gonna just be figured out on the internet no I think more people it's hard I mean it's just like a lot of like young people says the 24 year old like a lot of like young people have yet to realize that I think I've maybe yet to realize that in a lot of ways but here I am yeah me too and I do think like I think about how throughout school like I felt so distracted by social media. I -hmm. cannot imagine. Like, that's maybe why you can't fucking focus. You know what I mean? Me at these kids. Like, I can't imagine how bad I would have been at paying attention if I was in school now because I already was bad at paying attention. Like, I was bad at getting off the internet when I was in school. God damn it, my fucking connection again. All right, we should log off just in case. Um, do you feel like we said what we needed to say? Yeah, I think we said everything we needed to say. Just if you find yourself in a echo chamber, and it's a very politicized phrase, I don't mean it in that way. If you find yourself in like a circle jerk of people venting about how horrible they feel, especially like extremely privileged people, like Think about if it's good for you. Think about if it's going to lead to improvement or not. Yeah. That's my tips and tricks. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everything's Yeah, broken. that's ultimately the best tip and trick. No, you're good. Um, we can just, before Maggie's computer, just, like, turn first in the flames. this recording. <laughs> um, Maggie, what kept you from dropping this week? <gasps> Oh my God, what kept me from dropping this week? Number one was planning this episode because Mm -hmm. it was a very fun topic and 
we've been talking about like particularly like the bad self-care advice like we've been talking about how insane people are about that for a long time so it was fun to actually do it and then also today I went on a run and I listened to Sex Unique podcast for the first like 20 minutes and their vamping was just very good and then it was really good today yeah I was like good job girls and then I did <laughs> oh and like obviously Shaw Rest in general but and then I listened Shaw to Rest. stuff that made me feel like zooming for the last little bit and I was just like this is like running around in the fall is really lovely. So that's oh. what I made from dropping. Love. How about um, you? I think I also have two things. One being Salt Lake City. Um, the Shaw Rest episode was. It's incredible. the best episode of reality TV I've ever seen. Like every moment, I was like, I had my mouth open. I was like texting Maggie every single quote. It was really good. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to puke. God, I'm gonna, puke. I'm gonna puke. That was so um, crazy. <laughs> ah, incredible episode. Second, did I say this already? That Seinfeld is keeping me from dropping. Did I say this on the air? You told no, not on the air. Okay. Well, I've been watching Seinfeld, and it's keeping me from dropping because I mean, one, it's like so funny. I hadn't seen it in a while, and you're just like, damn, this show hits. Like, it's the funniest show of all time, and it also has made me appreciate life more because it makes me like appreciate these like little mundane moments of life like (laughs) I don't know like waiting too long at a restaurant or whatever it is like it just makes me like find lulls and you can yeah you can literally everything can be a reason to lull yeah you're just like oh my god like I'm in a Seinfeld episode and it's just so funny and like the observation like I think it just like has made me like be more like observational with things like trying to find humor in the little things which ultimately it's good for your life and your health I think I'm a doctor it is it is and like when I was watching a lot of peep show like one of the characters is just like the most like cynical like like He'll do something that seems nice on the outside and be like, and now I'll do exactly whatever I fucking want. And like, <laughs> he hates every stranger he encounters and like, but he pretends to be nice. And it's like, I think we all, if you live in a city, like you have a little bit of that in you, like where you literally yeah. hate everyone that you see. And like, I, I agree with you that it can be so funny to be like, it's actually kind of funny, like the amount of hatred that I feel for someone just like in <laughs> their life. And like, it's very much not permanent. And like, you can laugh at it for sure that's what's keeping us from dropping y'all guys we're not gonna drop um we are one more week i'm gonna say a little fun bit of news that is exciting to us we're gonna get new mics in the next (gasps) couple months yeah and no promises i was gonna say next episode but i'm not promising no i think the next couple interpret that as you will whatever and I, Marie and I, we are very particular when we listen to podcasts and we don't think the audio is good. So we're excited to step it up. Yeah. I currently have a little savings account that it donates $3 every time I take 10,000 steps. Kind oh of my God. Because it's like, so I have to go outside and then you take money from me. But how does it do that? We can talk about this later, but I don't that's know, just so they're funny. tracking me every which way, basically, is how they might do as it. well use it to your advantage. Yeah, I'm like, you, you want to know? Like, I need to feel, I need someone to 
pat me on the back when I do this. Like my watch already says goal, but I need more. So I'm really excited because like we've revamped some of our stuff and making our sound better is going to be amazing. Hell yeah. That's all easy tease. Okay, guys. Let us know what you think. We will drop at gmail.com. Yeah, was this like a downer? Was this like the right amount of like? Yeah, we're trying to figure out. Yeah, that's what we're trying to always figure out how actually smart we want to be. Because there's a lot of dumb fun fun shit going on. I had a lot of fun too. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's like a balance. Like next episode, maybe we'll just do potpourri of random silly shit. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, the topic is potpourri, and I was like, I don't know that I have that much to say about it, but okay. We have to talk about potpourri. Potpourri is kind of crazy. I remember my parents' potpourri bowl. Um, but, yeah, we're working on a balance, so we'll fucking see how it goes, baby. Yeah, so s- sit tight and let us know what you think. Absolutely. All right. All right, friends. Bye. Bye.